Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Yeah, obvious, we got a problem here And it's more than just obvious, dreaming Punisher When life begins to suck, who's reporting it? Luckily, got two friends who you won't forget Coming live, Alvin and friend on survival Laughing non-stop, case drops on a cycle Louder than intrusive thoughts off an iPhone How they make the world seem bright with the lights off? AFs, it might as well stay up Lies being told like that dinosaur BS Magnifying glass to the ground if they don't see us Having the time, roasting your favorite people Bougie ain't an option, it's the wage Take it to the grave, add moving to the place You already know when they take the case Laugh the pain away, it's affirmative murder Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, a very special episode of Affirmative Murder. I am not joined by my partner in true crime, Franco Evans, this week. But joining me this episode to talk about a very, very, very special case uh, the sweetest pie, the sweetest pie I know, one of my favorite podcasters and people in the world, and also a diabetic. So I didn't want to uh, uh, endanger her life by asking her to do this case, but I couldn't think of anybody that I would rather talk about this case with. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time on Affirmative Murder, please welcome Amanda Jacobson. Hey, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. I'm giving, oh, I'm giving you golf claps. I'm giving you golf claps. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yes, thank you yes, so much yes, for yes. Welcome. Me. Welcome to you. Yes, welcome to you. I am so excited to be Amanda, here. Amanda, thank you for taking time out to do this. Get out of here. Where is Frank? He's a postman. A- he's a postman. He's busy. Okay, okay, yeah. You know? He's, he is, this was, he's the postman. Also, in, in, in to be fully transparent, your, your schedule is busy, and we had this, this window, yeah. and it didn't line up with Fran. And so I will, I will have to deal with that. I'll have to deal with that later. And his, I'm his, so sorry. His, no, because I was like, I was like, I got, listen, you're a hot commodity. I was like, <gasps> Amanda's saying the window's here. We're doing the window now. Okay. Uh, I am so sorry, Fran. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. Big, you know what? Big love to Fran, for real. Yeah. No one ever does this. So please, you give your apologies to Fran. I'm so sorry. And she's a jet setter. In a, in a, in a, yeah, uh, yeah. I want yeah. to explain that my window is so narrow because... April, as we record this, has been absolutely nutso. Like for last sure. weekend, I was in Omaha for a conference. Today, I'm literally, after this recording, flying to Vegas for my bachelorette party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I might die. And then uh, if I don't die next week, I, I'm home for like two days and then I'm flying to Pennsylvania to officiate a wedding. So I'm like in oh, yeah. cuckoo bananas mode for April. I appreciate, if you I had appreciate, been like, yeah. I needed a guest for May, I'd be like, dope. I can yeah. record anytime, anywhere, any place. <laughs> but April was full and yet you still made enough time and I, I appreciate to. that. I've, I appreciate it so much. Also, this may be the last time that you're able to record with a, a full voice after going to Vegas. I mean, who knows what, what that's going to sound like when you get back, you know? I mean, I don't want to upset you with mm-hmm. jealousy, Please. but... There is about an 80% chance that I will be partying tonight around 11 p.m. with Usher. No, shut up. I cannot shut up. Usher Raymond. Literally. Yeah. Let it burn, Usher. Yes. Yeah, Usher. I'm going to party with Usher. Yes. I mean, I'm pretty jealous. I don't know if we can, I don't think we can continue this. I'm going to be honest with you. I get it. I don't know if I can continue this. I am not deserving of this at all. There just happens to be a someone who knows a someone who got us on a list for his after party. And he's like usually in attendance and loves to like hang out with the bachelorettes. Yeah. I picture him being a very showboaty. I hope that. He's also cool, but I hope he does the thing where he spins his chain and then slides his feet across the floor, floor I, to you, ladies. I like, would lose my ever spinning the mind. chain, flicking it around his neck as his feet glide like angel feet. Like I'm 35, the possibility of me at least peeing a little bit and possibly pooping my drawers is mm-hmm. like not. It's more than zero. Amanda, it's Ursher. I know, but I like it, because it's Ursher. I cannot shit. <laughs> yeah, myself. you can't do that. I can't. 
do it. So like, like what's that? What's that smell? What's that? Yeah, smell? it's not good, sir. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but yes. So I all that to say, I do have good reason to be missing Fran like ships in the night. Yes, these ships will pass and and not collide. What's 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 the I mean? We, do we, ships meet in a we, nice way? We will pass safely and um, acknowledge each uh, each other again someday. That yes. will happen. That will yep. happen. That yep. not a crash. Not a crash. No. No. But yes, without any further ado, Amanda, um, let's get to the reason why we're here. An absolutely insane case. The Sweetie Pies murder for hire story. Yeah. So uh, I get the impression that Sweetie Pies is sort of like the Vanderpump rules of. Yeah. Of black you know, television. Of, of yeah, I, Oprah Winfrey Network. Yeah. And I had yeah. n- never I don't spend much time on Oprah Winfrey Network. Um, mm-hmm. I do love Ayanna Fix My Life. I think she's a great therapist. I and follow great her television. TikTok and she is on believable she's brilliant she's amazing the exercises that she comes up with they just they open you up they make you so vulnerable i think she's brilliant i love her yeah she's great but other than that i don't really spend much time on the own network but yes i would say yeah this is this is a liken to like yeah vanderpump rules or like a wall burgers type Mm -hmm. of situation Mm -hmm. which i was i had never heard of it but it (laughs) i'm one of those people that's like i like the idea of it like i like the idea that there's this black business thriving and you know, and, and, and it's successful and we get to look on the day to day inside and have some fun. Well, and like I love I watched some clips and like 70 mm-hmm. year old Miss Robbie, the matriarch of this so family. Sweet. She is an absolute angel of a human being. And I love like I was reading the synopsis of the show. Yeah. And it's about how like the individual we will be talking about today is also like kind of trying to find love and all the yeah. places and blah, blah, blah. But like. So is Miss Robbie. Yes. Like, she's is. also trying to find love. This story broke my heart because she is the sweetest lady with, the with like, an amazing story. Yeah. And, and, and accomplished all these great things. And greed just kind of, like, destroyed her whole empire and family that she built. Seriously. You know, and, which we will get into. So, uh, as we mentioned, uh, Robbie Montgomery, she is the owner and proprietor of Sweetie Pies, which is a soul food restaurant based in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, she founded it after her singing career fell through. She was an Ikeette. Yeah. Uh, she was a background singer for Ike and Tina Turner. Can you even, like, this woman's life? Yeah, you can't write this. Uh, it, she's amazing. And I'll get into, I'll get into what, what, uh, what was annoying to me about the show. I only watched, like, one or two episodes, but mm-hmm. w- with her story being as amazing as it is for the show to have kind of a Vanderpump rules totally. or wall burgers like kind of tone focusing on the wrong thing like miss robbie is enough exactly right she's so more we'll, than enough <laughs> so we'll put a pin in that because i can get into that for conservatively two and a half hours it, it really <laughs> it was, it, i was like why is this like why is this the tone of this but anyway so so her passion for cooking was sparked when uh, she was elected to be the band chef for the group so she's cooking food for ike and tina turner which you know if you know the history of that that probably mm. is not the best environment to be cooking and hot oils and you know it's a lot of that was a very um volatile situation I miss robbie saw some dude. shit miss oh, robbie she saw some, saw shit. some shit you know she did but she's like she's a good woman so she's like not gonna tell tina secrets like she's a good woman and she's a cook through and through you know mm-hmm. like i think chefs are kind of they can have a, a reputation of being like pretentious but a cook just wants to make sure everybody's full and like comfortable it's her love language like she shows her love by cooking for the people that she loves and that that shines through very much with yeah her. there's no, there's nothing pretentious about miss robbie she's very much like everybody i want everybody to be okay and warm and enjoy here's what i think you'd like it's not mm-hmm. uh i make food and it's how I make it. And if you don't like it, get out. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, which is like kind of the essence of soul food. So I, she really embodies that in a really beautiful way. And we'll get into how this really turns. But we're giving her flowers right now, right? Yes. Yeah. So um, her career was cut short when her, her lung collapsed. Yeah. And she couldn't go on tour anymore. So uh, she mourned her first career for a few years and took her mom's cookbook. That and, and remembered like, oh, I, people always, you know, Ike and Tina and the Ikeettes, they all loved my food and everything. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll try my hand at cooking. And she started out like cooking and doing small plates and, you know, um, you know, selling them to people. And then finally, in 1996, she opened Sweetie Pies, mm-hmm. her first soul food restaurant, which she ran with her family. And with such a great origin story and a successful and popular restaurant under her belt, Robbie and her family were greenlit uh, for a show mm-hmm. on the Oprah Winfrey Network, OWN, which, oh. you know, I hope... Oprah knows what she's doing. We know Oprah. you have money, Oprah. We know you have money. You could have came up with another acronym other than own. We know you own everything. Yeah, but Oprah, like, 
is the queen of like the subtle flex. And I can never take that away from her ever in a million years. Like she fucking invented the the subtle flex. Like her whole career now, like her what she's most famous for is like you get a car and you get a car. Like that's not that subtle of a flex, but like no. Oprah can have it. Exactly. She's like, I have my, I have my own network (laughs) called own, you know? So I will just always love how for like decades, Oprah magazine would only have Oprah on the cover. And I'm like, yeah, girl, of course it's it's my time. Of course you should be the only one on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. And people like kind of gave her shit for it. And I'm like, fuck you. That's Oprah. It's my magazine. It's her magazine. How about if you don't want if you want somebody else on the cover? How about you buy your own magazine? Yeah, get and start, your own magazine. You can do Gwyneth what you want Paltrow. with your magazine. <laughs> yeah, look, we're gonna fuck off. I think Gwyneth Paltrow's like the unequivocal face of goop. Okay, <laughs> for better, for good, or for bad, you know, like oh, so. so oh, let Oprah have her. Let her, Oprah have her calendar year of yep. 12, 12 great shots of her. Twelve seaweed lozenges in gardens a day to sustain her forever. <laughs> So yeah, um, uh, so the show was greenlit in 2011, and it was called Welcome to Sweetie Pies. Now, I need everybody, stop this podcast if you want. Okay. Go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. The pilot episode of this show is available <laughs> on YouTube right now. It's 15 minutes long, no commercials. And although the episode kind of reads unremarkable, it's like kind of a run-of-the-mill scripted show. A lot of it feels like not real drama. It's almost like a Operation Repo or mm-hmm. a Hardcore Pond where... You know, there's like plants, people come in, fake drama, and you. Yeah. nobody's a good actor, so I can tell when stuff's real or not. Mm-hmm. However, in hindsight, this show is eerily, like, blatant, uh, you know, forecasting the, the future events that are to come. Really? Um, I didn't watch, I didn't know the pilot was on YouTube, so I only watched, like, saw a couple of clips of the show just to, like, I really was only interested in getting to know Miss Robbie. Like, that's yeah. all I cared about. Yeah, um, she she cast a spell. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to need you to tell me more about this or make oh my those God. connections as we go because that's nuts. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna do it all right now. Amazing. So okay. so the, the pilot is available on YouTube right now. You have to check it out. Maybe let us tell you what happened. Yeah. And then go so you know, and then go watch this pilot. So and see the Easter eggs. Oh my God! So it's it's an Easter basket. Okay, so, I'm ready. Uh, so so just just to give you a couple examples, uh, the pilot. First of all, you know it starts off with her narrating. I'm Robbie Montgomery, and this is my restaurant. And I was an Ikeet and telling that whole story. And she's like, this is my son. He's looking for love in all the wrong places, like we mentioned. He's had he has a kid on the way. He does not know how to spend money. Uh, you know, he's all we are always getting into fights all the time about how the r- best run the business. It's all these things that are like money. And and he's living. He, she goes and he has a tendency to live outside his means. And he pulls up in like a Mercedes Benz with big oh, rims no. on it and stuff. And, no. and, and, and and everything's like, well, we didn't get this order this month. coming. Like The financial it's light and funny because it like, oh, they they get into little witty back and forth with each right. other because because he's the business partner. Right. Yeah. So he's you know, so the success of the business is directly tied to his you know, his financial well-being, mm-hmm. but he also has a baby on the way. Uh, he has a girlfriend he wants to spoil. He mm-hmm. likes to live nice. And also they are the, this, this kind of dynasty family in St. Yep. Louis. So he feels the need to keep up with appearances. He has like right. designs in his head and a, a mohawk. And he's like a big guy. I think mm-hmm. he's very, he's like a vain guy. And all yeah. of that really shows through in the he's pilot peacocking. episode. He's peacocking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. big time. He's a big, big time. I think maybe it's possible that he watched, um, what was that show? The like the dating expert with that guy named Mystery who wore like a fuzzy top hat. Oh my god! What is this? Okay, uh, I will find this because <laughs> Please, this was no, like I, such I can't go a any thing further. in the early two thousands. Mystery dating. A lemma date? No, no, not a lemma. No, date. no, the, literally um, dating expert. I'm sorry. Make this sound. Oh, wait, wait, oh less I got this. I got this. Um. Okay. Yes. Okay. So his. Re- <laughs> He's from Toronto, Canada. His real uh-huh. name is Eric Von Markovic. Sure. But he goes by Mystery. And he had a, his show was called The Pickup Artist. Can you please not tell me that his name is like, it's like MR.E or is it Mystery spelled out it, like the it's, word? It's just Mystery. M-Y-S-E-R-Y. Okay, cool. I, I would have to leave. Yep. Yep. I would have yep. to leave my own home. Yeah. And he had a TV show 
on VH1 called The Pickup Artist, which was basically like how gross incels can like gaslight women into having sex with you with like these yeah. these follow me for more recipes, like these simple that's tips and such tricks. A, that's such a weird thing that has come back around in the TikTok era of like, it's weird. hey guys, let me tell you how to pick up a lady. First of all, don't look at them. Right. But I'm I'm texting you a picture of Mystery in his famous fuzzy top hat. And uh-huh. um, this will just let you know that like, this is the guy that was telling men oh. in like 2001 <laughs> how to how to put their peepees in some VVs. Yeah. Hey this fellas, guy. if you want to be dripping in lady bits, yeah. Put the, on a <laughs> This guy who's probably a like a skunk on your head and I don't li- think lipstick neck tattoos. He looks like someone who has either never gone down on a woman because he mm-hmm. refuses because ill or sure. he likes it too much. Exclusively. And it's like uncomfortable how much he likes it you know anyway being a woman is horrifying so that that yeah. that's mystery yeah so that's mystery and uh <laughs> this is the you know this is the kind of vibe that Tim norton gives off it's very much like a you know i'm just living my life and i'm just you know just trying to so much money and success i don't know what to do with all of it but mm-hmm. the level of success that he has and the level of success that he's showing are very different right um they're also they also allude to there's a there's a nephew on the show named Lil charles mm-hmm. Who he doesn't like, so it's not Andre, but it shows you that there's a pattern. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just foreshadowing. It's just like a lot well, of foreshadowing. It's scary because it's like it could have, it, like little Charles. Maybe you were right there in the crosshairs. We don't it know. Amanda, when we it get to like how you, he, dude. when we get to how he did it, it literally could have been anybody. It could have been anybody. He, he's the way the scam um, unfolds. But uh, one other thing that uh, again foreshadows is that you know they kind of touch on it, and in the moment, if you're watching the show in 2011, I'm sure you just go like, oh man, what a crazy story. But in hindsight, it's different. So he also mentions how he uh, meets his girlfriend who's pregnant on the show in the pilot. And she goes, I always ask my guys three questions on the first date. She goes, um, do you have any kids? Uh, do you have a job? Do you have any felonies? Mm-hmm. And he goes, nope, nope, yes. And then he goes into a thing about his felonies. And his, he you know, turns out like he tried to be a drug dealer when he was like 17 years old. And okay. then he couldn't get the money back. And so because he owed drug dealers money, he started robbing people to okay. pay them back. Okay. So it, it again, in hindsight, it's like, oh, when you're desperate, you'll do anything. You know, right. it just kind of right. it kind of just kind of you'll go there. It shows mm-hmm. his character of like, oh, you owe people money. So you'll do anything mm-hmm. to to fix your debt problem. It, I I'm a I'm a big proponent of second chances of and, and not judging people on, on their past. But, but in this specific <laughs> situation, when I know the future. Yeah. Oh, I'm judging you on your past. Oh, right. And like, yeah. it, it's totally classic Amanda to be like, oh, that doesn't ring any alarms for me. Yeah, and like, that's it's like, fine. Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's just a couple of like the foreshadowing things um, as far as, you know, his past, him and his operations within the business and, um, you know, just just kind of him as a person overall and and his personality as far as living outside of his means. Mm-hmm. Um, and also on top of all those things, he's also his mom's business partner. So hooray for her for having a business partner who lives outside of their means and is only focused on the money coming in and probably not redispersing it into the business, probably putting it into his pocket. So Miss Robbie does but not deserve Miss Robbie's Miss Robbie's like, I want to have a family business. I want us to be this um, respected family in the community. I want to do good things for the community. I want, you know, son by my side. Also, Miss Robbie, from what I've learned just watching her, at, at least, I mean, I don't know about her today in 2023, but in, at the point where she's becoming, you know, mogul, you yep, know, yep. own own network TV show, multiple franchise restaurants. Um, she is, I think she was very like aware of optics mm-hmm. and being a family business was like a really big deal to her. She wanted yep. people to really feel at home. The type of food that she makes, it was like home and family and yeah. culture. And she wanted to like live her values and that her values were also her brand. Like, yes, those, both of those things can be true. Absolutely. And she's a smart, savvy businesswoman. So she yes. was she like knew what the formula was. Yes. So she yeah. So just just nothing but nods to Miss Robbie. Seriously. You know? so brilliant, brilliant businesswoman, a great mom trying to give her family opportunities and a great matriarch. Mm-hmm. The nephew. Like everybody. She's trying to get every she, she wants to have a, a family machine. Mm-hmm. You know? So and again, in talking about all this, it made me kind of upset because I had never heard of this show. Mm-hmm. And in researching this case, I was so inspired by her. Like, I don't think I don't know if I mentioned it, but um, on one of the other reasons that she became the band chef was because a lot of the restaurants that they were going to on tour were like whites only. Like right. they weren't allowed to eat there. Yeah. So they would cook in the hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing I'm, I'm reading all this stuff and then I go to pop this show on. Yep. And Miss Robbie's story is kind of an afterthought. And it's yeah. more so like, you know, bickering family and low key uh 
running her business into the ground mm-hmm. by not really giving a shit. That's kind of the theme. It's like, I want things to go this way. And then it's like her nephew's outside smoking a cigarette too long. Right. And it's like, this woman is, she's Busting giving you a job. And I mean, giving you <laughs> so much, like, get that fucking cigarette out of your mouth and go back yeah. inside and help her. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like he, uh, little Charles is outside smoking a cigarette. Then it's like, Tim got here at 12, you know, business, the, the restaurant opens up at nine, but he kind of strolled in late. That's the kind of, the, and it's like all these, like everybody's stressing this wonderful lady out. Right. But she's like, but that's my family. Ooh. It's so, it's so annoying how like we play up those parts for reality television because we as the consumer like love that shit. Yeah. And it's like, th- like you said, it's like, this isn't the story. Like, this no. is not what makes this this endeavor so important and so amazing to watch it grow. Not at all. <laughs> but and like, it's like, we we want that Vanderpump that's the, bullshit. It's the, for, it's, the, it's the formula that works, but it for it to be Oprah Winfrey's network and for it to be, uh, I've never seen a, a, a black show like right. this, like about a bit, you know, like it, this works for the Wahlburgers. Cause you're like, Mark Wahlberg's rich, Donnie Wahlberg's, Wahlberg's right. rich. This is just like a pro, this is just like a fun thing for them. Like they right. can bicker about it and whatever, but this is a family I'd never heard of. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of getting insight into like, how did they build this little dynasty that they're trying to build? And it's more so like, nobody's doing anything right. I'm pulling my hair out. And it's like, why isn't anybody helping this lady right. become Oprah Winfrey? Like, Seriously. why is her, why, why don't her, why isn't her family like on their shit? Right. So it doesn't, it didn't, it didn't translate as well for me when it's not like a celebrity thing or mm-hmm. like Vanderpump real, rules. All those people are rich. Like, yep. you know, it's, you Who know, gives you, a shit you, if they're fucking off at work. Like, yeah, like <laughs> they they work for Lisa Vanderpump, one of the richest <laughs> people in Beverly Hills. Like yeah, she's like, not going to suffer. She's did the fine. event get messed up tonight? Like, oh, well, no but one like, gives for, a fuck. That makes yeah, great but TV. Like, for this, for this, for this show, if an event gets messed up, it feels more real. Cause like, I don't know. Real. The stakes exactly. are real. Like, yeah. She's trying to grow something, you know, and, and everybody's just is like, uh, I'm just here to get my paycheck. Right. It just was weird. I didn't like it. And so the show ran on own for nine seasons. Again, it's crazy to me. That this show was on for so long. I never heard of the show, Yeah. but I, I don't, I don't check in the own, but mm-hmm. nine seasons of a television show ran from 2011 to 2018. And on March 14th of 2016, frequent cast member, Andre Montgomery Jr., was murdered in a St. Louis shooting. And Andre was uh, Robbie Montgomery's grandson, mm-hmm. whose son, Andre Sr., was also a victim of gun violence while when Andre was a baby. So Andre yeah. hadn't really come around much. He had lived with other family, and she had she wanted to she wanted to see him graduate from high school. Yep. That was her big goal. It was a storyline of the show um, while, when he came on that she moved him to St. Louis, oh. wanted to really get behind him, and, and, and she wanted to see him graduate because it's like she sees her son and her grandson, the life that he didn't get to have. Andre was born in 1994, and his father, so Miss Robbie's son, was killed the same year. So, like, when yeah. you say that when when he was a baby, like, he was a baby. A baby. Like, never yeah. even got the chance to know yeah. this man. His dad it's, it's at all. It's so heartbreaking. Yeah, and he lived in Texas, mm-hmm. so he kind of grew up without Miss Robbie in his life, and, and then she moves him from Texas to St. Louis. And it just makes this so much more fucked up that he was the target of his uncle's that he didn't that 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 Tim didn't see all of that that how much miss Ro- that that your brother your brother was killed by gun violence yeah and this child your brother's child your nephew didn't grew up without his father because gun violence took your brother and yeah. then you killed your nephew with gun violence like yeah, what it, the it, fuck it, it truly it truly is the coldest thing I think I've ever heard. Like it's just because it's your it's your nephew, it's your troubled nephew who your mother who is giving you every opportunity in the world. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're her business partner on the merit of what? Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't it, at least in the show obviously it's a dramatization, but you it the show makes him seem kind of incompetent, right? And that he's just kind of there because he's her son and she's giving exactly. him this opportunity, not because he has all of these skills that make him valuable. As a business partner in this, industry. he's a nepo baby. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, he's a nepo baby, and you and you're this kid's uncle, and you don't see the the help that's needed and the need for your mom to get this closure Oof. in helping her grandson succeed because her son was taken from her. Oof. And you go, no, nah, man, I see an opportunity to make some money, and so fuck that guy. Oh, and he's so bad at it. So bad. So which was which, which we'll get into. I mean, absolutely. This is the one of the dumbest plans I've ever seen. Which it's we we will so dumb. We will get we will we will get there. It's absolutely insane. He's a big idiot. He's a and just a big idiot with a dumb haircut. 
<laughs> so, so, um, like I said, so Andre was the subject of a, multiple episodes, him moving there, him going to school, his graduation was filmed on the show. She was, Miss Robbie was so proud to see him walk the stage. And, you know, after the, after he graduated, he did, um, get into some, you know, some, some issues, mm-hmm. you know, trying to find himself, you know, not having a dad, He's the a way kid. his dad was taken from his life, He's trying to just trying to find his way through life. And yep. he has, he had some trouble. So what happened was when he was killed, People assumed, assumed that it was because of the life that he was living. Yep. They deleted his Facebook page because Drug he had like related shooting or yeah. Yes, but his epi- his his funeral was covered on an episode of Sweetie Pies, oh. and at the funeral, Miss Robbie urged the attendees to come forward with any information that they could have <gasps> because she was confident that her grandson was set up. And when I was watching, I, I couldn't find the whole episode, but I just found the speech that she gave at the um at the funeral, and. Tim couldn't be found. He wasn't in any of the... I was just going to ask. He wasn't. I was looking because I wanted to see. I wanted to see if he was hugging his mom, hugging anybody. shit. I didn't see him there. So if he was there, he wasn't... He didn't... They didn't film him in this very serious moment where she's pleading for help because she... It just feels like a setup. I didn't realize that Andre's funeral and like his death... Not that his death was televised, but that like they they were... They talked about it on the show and then televised his funeral. I mean, that... Adds a I, that adds a layer of like disgust and yeah. pain in my heart thinking about this. Like that is so fucked up. So the so he was killed in 2016. The show ended in 2018. Yep. So again, I didn't have time to watch nine seasons of right. Welcome to Sweetie Pies. Right. But I have to imagine that seasons uh, eight and nine, mm-hmm. it comes up. Of I course. have to imagine they asked him. How, how do you feel about your nephew being right. killed? Oh and I, I have to imagine that that footage is probably incredibly disturbing to watch him pretend to be sad or mourn his nephew in any kind of way. I wasn't able to find any of it as hard as I searched because I'm sure the Oprah Winfrey Network probably ripped this from their streaming platform. Oh, if my they jaw have is on the floor. But imagine that footage. I mean, he was killed in 2016. The show went on for two more seasons. So there's two more seasons where an unsolved murder has taken place and people are looking for answers. And I'm sure they, I'm sure they asked him. I'm sure she comes up to him and goes, you know, I just miss Andre today. And he's like, I know mom, oh, you know, but oh. it's okay. Knowing what he did, which we will get into. Yeah. And that he took his his mother, who had been so good to him, and took her grandchild away from her mm-hmm. that she had just, like, reconnected with, was trying to yes. help him find his way. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, Miss Robbie has already seen so much tragedy so much. in her lifetime. She lost her son. Now she's lost her grandson. It's just, like, it. my heart just breaks wide open for her. And the world, and the, also the world is the world. Like, the world is a cold place. But, like, she... She has earned a comfortable life. Yes. Free from gun violence. The ability she's earned the ability to be able to take her nephew under her wing. Yep. And and do her best to protect him. Now, obviously, Andre was an adult and he could make his own decisions, but she that's not what happened. Like what no. they thought happened wasn't what he wasn't a victim of gun violence, which we'll we'll get into, but right. she earned the ability to she earned the ability to Uncle Phil her her grandson. Absolutely, she did. She she she's worked hard. She's built a business. She's a she's built a brand, mm-hmm. and she has the means to help yeah. her her family. Yep. And and also she's been doing that. Yes, that's like the <laughs> for way, like twenty five years. Yes, she walks her talk. Like that's the yes. way that she is. She takes care of her own, and she's yeah. amazing. Uh, it just makes you even that much more angry about this whole situation. Which yeah, the was idea just so that, stupid in the fucking oh, first place. So dumb. It's like the idea that she had to feel helpless. Like, what more could I have done? I, oh. I didn't put him in a good... She had to feel all those things for, for three or four years. I've got to cry. 2006, 2016 to 2020, which is where we are now. I'll get into it. So in August of 2020, Robbie Montgomery would unfortunately find out that her instincts at that funeral were correct. When Travell Anthony Hill, the man who was arrested and brought into custody for the murder of Andre, mm-hmm. admitted to being a hitman in a murder for hire plot straight out of a TV show writer's room. Yo. Like the idea that this is a nine season television show ended this way is insane and so stupid. It, he definitely watched 24 or Scandal or, or something. Like yeah. this is such a dumb TV trophy. Definitely, it definitely reads as though he saw this on TV uh-huh. and tried to carry it out and like did a really bad terrible job, job. <laughs> because again, the, at the funeral, Robbie knew yep. it was like, 
he just came out of his hotel for no reason. Like it just something isn't right. So right. people already knew it wasn't right. Something was weird. He was able to elude for four years, but you know everything's going to come to light eventually. Mm -hmm. And it was it came to light because a person shot somebody. All you got to do is find one person, and the whole the whole gingerbread house comes tumbling yep. down. Yep. And they found the right person. They brought him in. He confessed to being a hitman, and it turned out that Tim Norman, with the help of an insurance agent friend of his, had opened up a life insurance policy on his nephew, Andre, without his knowledge, mm -hmm. fraudulently, fraudulently making himself the, full, the sole beneficiary of $450,000, mm -hmm. which is like, I, always, I, always, I never want people to misunderstand what I'm saying when I say stuff like this, but like $450,000 is a life-changing amount of money. Of course it is. But like, not enough to kill someone. Not, en not enough to kill a person for one, and also like, it, do, just do the work. Like you're sitting, you're you're you're, you're sitting on you're a gold the, line, frankly. You're at the helm of a of a of a franchise. Yep. Like, just take your time. And why are you living outside of your? He's a he's a sociopath. Right. I mean, like, there's no there's no explanation as to why you wouldn't. Yeah, you you're can't. reaping the benefits. You you've been on a TV show for nine seasons. How are you not seeing right. the pathway to? making $450,000 legitimately. Money is just nuts. Like, it makes people completely... It's a corruptor. Yeah, yeah, it makes people completely lose their minds. Like, we've covered cases where people have offed their spouses for less than a hundred grand. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah, like, what are you going to take, some, uh, take a, a nice six months off? Right? Like, you know... <laughs> and obviously, we're also looking at that through a 2023 lens where, like, one egg costs $8,000. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> so, like, a, a hundred grand, obviously, that's a fuck ton of money. But it's, like, that... that In 2023 lens, that's not that yeah. much money. That's not... not... Especially not when you've committed a murder. Like, you no. can't flee the country. <laughs> like, no, you cannot you can... live comfortably <laughs> on the on the lamb on a hundred grand. You can't live For the rest of your life, yeah. You can't... In 20... 13 or 20 when did he when did he do the 2016 he killed 2016 this boy, yes had this boy killed um you couldn't run off and live like retire in secrecy for the rest of your life on four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. no like, I, no I, 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 the thought process that's a nice amount of money if you are under the impression that like no one's ever going to find out about this i'm going to liquidate this money from this and just here in my yeah, current life in keep my current doing my life. job yes. like he thought <laughs> that's how the, he, that's thought he thought that's what was going to happen it's yes. so delusional yeah he didn't i'm not going anywhere run yeah no it was uh okay keep he going. remained on the show Keep keep going. Keep, I, I, it, it it my brain is melting out of my head. It blows yeah. my mind. <laughs> so like it's not funny, but like I can't not. It's so stupid. It's so stupid that I can't. And, and like not it's laugh. unbelievably. It's so stupid, and also it's like unbelievably evil. It's like it's so like evil. I, I, it blows my mind how callous and cold you have to be to do this plan, uh, but and then to do a dumb plan. It's so dumb it's and confidently dumb. So confident is what makes dumb. it hilarious. So still big, still dumb haircut, dumb haircut still like pulling up in the Mercedes Benz. Yep. Yep. He's still like, yeah, man, I know what happened to Andre. That sucks. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, we're going to Belize. You're like, what? Okay. Like all of a sudden, because again, nobody knew that he did this. Yep. So for four years, I would assume they, I, I never really saw if they released the money to him because mm -hmm. they had to do an investigation, I would imagine. So I don't even know if he ever got the four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but if he, got he did, all of it, but I think he got some of it. And he immediately probably started Spending. acting gaudy with it, yeah. you know, like so. So people are asking questions. So that probably that may maybe raise some red flags maybe. too, you yeah. know, especially in hindsight when when Travell Hill admits that he was paid five thousand dollars. So I'm sure he didn't tell Travell how much money he was getting. Which he paid Travell five thousand. You know how, Travell. but it's. You know how Five desperate grand? I know, I know. It, you know, it, it makes me think of that. It makes me feel for him, honestly. I'm sure you could get somebody killed for less money than that. It's like the desperation yes. to what somebody was willing to do bracket is, you know, five thousand dollars is what what he said yes to. But that but he might have said yes to twenty five hundred dollars. It adds a layer of sinister yeah. to Tim. He found a desperate person. But yes, mm -hmm. because he exploited the vulnerability of Travel mm -hmm. and it uh it's like $450,000 was enough life-changing money for him to kill his nephew, and $5,000 was enough for Travell, Tra Travell Hill to risk throwing his life away, which he ended up doing. Yep. So it's like, the it, it also just, it also shows you, again, the lens of this is so interesting, like, the privilege of his his affluence and his mother, him being a Nepo baby, yep. of like, I'm getting $450,000 
So this is worth it to me. Yep. This dude's getting $5,000. He needs that. Yep. $5,000 is chump change to me. I just I can give him that now. I don't even mm-hmm. need to get the life. I can give him that up front because I have money. Paul, and the fact that, and I know you're going to get to it, but the fact that he paid the woman who lured Andre twice, 10 grand? Yeah. To lure him Insane. out of the hotel? Yeah. While Insane. he gave this poor bastard $5,000 to, to murder a person. To murder someone in cold blood? Like, murder his nephew. Affirmative Murder is brought to you by My Life in a Book. With Mother's Day right around the corner, I just know you guys are thinking about a truly special gift for your mom. But let me tell you about a pretty priceless gift. MyLifeInABook.com It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book that you can pass down from generation to generation. Which I think is a pretty awesome memento to leave behind. Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeInABook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions that you want to ask. Your mother or the mother can either type her response or record her voice. MyLifeInABook.com then compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audio book using her voice recordings. It would be like preserving her voice and her stories for all of eternity. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories and this is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm in the middle of my mylifeinabook.com journey, and I'm really excited to see how it turns out. I've been asking some pretty thought-provoking and funny questions, and, you know, I'm excited to see the response, but I'm also just excited to have the physical book in my hands and know that I can look back on it in 20, 30 years. The interface is super user-friendly. The questions are super easy to set up. It's a breeze of a process. So what I need you to do is check out mylifeinabook.com. That's mylifeinabook.com. And use code AMP. That's A-M as in Mother's Day. P, at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for the mom in your life this Mother's Day. One more time, that's mylifeinabook.com. Use code AMP for 10% off today. So, again, which we touched on about Robbie, the evil of this on top of everything else was that, like, the way he, him killing Andre in general, but the way he chose to have him shot down in the street when his father was done the same way and then allowing his mother to believe that that's what happened Mm -hmm. just to put your mother to that level of trauma after all she's done for you, you know, like, so it's like, forget that he's, that Andre's your nephew. Forget how evil that is, Mm -hmm. that you did this to your mother, Mm -hmm. that you were there when you saw him walk across that stage and the pride that she felt, you know, seeing this thing that she wanted him to be able to do so bad happen and then to know that her other son, because he's her only son now. Isn't so there, well, her, yeah, her son who was killed isn't there to see his son graduate. And yes. now her other son has done is this. Now going, is now, has now done this, is now going to prison. So now she's lost both of her sons and lost her grandson in the same way that she lost her son. Incredibly traumatic. Um, as you mentioned, Amanda, Tim also paid an exotic dancer named uh, Tanisha Ellis. She, he paid her $10,000 to find Andre's location the night of the murder mm-hmm. and lure him out of his room using like sexy stripper tactics, I imagine. I don't really know, like, yeah. you know, come outside, daddy. I feel like or something like that. this part of the plot wasn't well explained. And I like, I mean, I like went through court documents and affidavits and records. Like they got um, prepaid like burner phones to communicate uh-huh. with each other, to give, to keep, uh, you know, on top of Andre's movements and where Andre was. But where where I'm confused is like where was she introduced to Andre or how yes. did she introduce herself to Andre or did he go into a, the club that she was dancing at was that like what was the first point of contact my my them? yeah my loose guess is that St Louis isn't a isn't a big city sure. and Tim Norman is. Uh, kind of like a himboy wants to be young kind of guy. Sure. So I could imagine him and Andre maybe going to a strip club together, right, right. having a having a couple of nights that are fun, seeing you know, this this woman, this woman. Mm-hmm. and so he so they have a relationship or a rapport at least okay. to where when she goes, it's me, Tanisha from the club right, or something right. like that. Come to the street, come down to this corner, whatever. I'm 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 assuming in the nightlife of St. Louis, sure. they have crossed paths okay. before that to where he would. To me. That yeah, tracks. to where he would want to go hook up with her or go uh, something, you know, she she could entice him. Yeah, she was like flirting yeah. with him to get him to come outside. Yeah, and and yeah, so fifteen a fifteen thousand dollar 
murder for hire plot to get $450,000. When again, you're sitting on a Bobby's Burgers or, you know, you know, you're sitting on a, uh, it's a, just do it's, the work. It's a fucking gold mine. Like Robbie do has the work. built an absolute empire that you stand to inherit and are already like the 50% business partner of. Like you said, like just do the fucking work. You're going to yeah. make a whole lot more than 450 grand. That's going to sustain you for the rest yes. of your life and your children's lives. But you were just so enticed Greedy. by, yeah, mm-hmm. by the idea of this lump payment that you were willing to go to these lengths. It just, I, I'll never understand it. I will never understand it. Truly insane. Truly insane. And so in September of 2022, Tim Norton was sentenced to life in prison for conspiracy to commit murder for hire, murder for hire, and conspiracy to commit fraud. He was smiling in his mugshot. Mm-hmm. It's the craziest thing. I mean, it, and it, and I don't think what is what is so sick to me about him is that I don't think he was like being a dick I think he just is like, oh, a camera. You smile for cameras. Yeah. Because he's this like Something's narcissistic. Broken. Yeah. 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 He's like, oh, we're taking pictures. I'll smile for the. It's not. I don't think it was this. Uh, you you caught me, but I got no, away. Like, I almost. The mugshot is disturbing because you're right. It's not like a smug or sinister smile. No, it's, it's like, like a school a, picture. It's like a school photo. It's like yeah. say cheese. Yeah. Uh, like you're. I I think you're totally spot on. I feel like it was almost automatic. Where it's yes. like, I'm in front of a camera. This is what I'm supposed to do. Yep. I've been doing it for nine seasons. I've been on Welcome to... I know how to smile for the camera. I was made for this. You, you, like, everything about him... In, like, I, I watched interviews of him, like, in the midst of, you know, Welcome to Sweetie. The, you know, they would go to, like, the Essence Festival. Mm-hmm. They would go to these, like, black-owned festivals and be interviewed by people who do watch the Oprah Winfrey Network. And so he is a celebrity in that world. Sure. And he would sit down and there would be women interviewing him and be like, oh, I'm sitting down with this fine man right here. He would get his ego stroked. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if he was like this before television. I would have to assume that he was. But television only made him more of a, a, a monster with a bigger desire for bigger things. Yep. He felt like he was a celebrity. He, he, he started smelling his own shit mm-hmm. and it led him to do this because he was like, I need to be able to do whatever I want, whenever I want. I need to have a Bentley if I want one. I'm a celebrity. I have enough. I have an image to uphold. Right. And so much so that when he was arrested for a murder for hire plot, he smiled for his mugshot. Ooh, it gives me chills. Yeah. It, it, he's a really sick guy. It's very. So like, yeah. yeah, he, he, yeah, it's, and everything about it is like the idea that like I've never heard of anything like this, mm-hmm. like a TV show, a TV show ending this way. Like, you know, I, I remember when uh, Big Black from Robin Big died, like oh. years later after the show was over. Rest in peace, Big Black. Great oh. show. But like, imagine if you found out like Rob Deerdeck killed, killed Big him. Black. Yeah. You know, like it's just it's it's so like, again, I don't watch the show, but nine seasons. This show had a fandom. Right. People watched right. it. And to find out that this reality show that you watch where the, all these people are real people mm-hmm. and everything, and it, it it's this TV show type of ending yeah. where it was a, a hit was put out on somebody and that person's dead. It really strips out the reality of it, too. Like, the t- the TV show, it's like, oh, no, these are real. This isn't a plot. Yeah. This isn't, like, a plot of a TV show. Yeah. This kid that we saw on TV and walked the stage and everything, What's that we were led into that person? moment, he's a real person who's dead now. Oh. Because his uncle... Not his TV uncle. This isn't Family Matters. Like these, that's his blood uncle. These are all real people. Mm-hmm. His uncle. You you strip it down to what it is. An uncle hired two people to kill his nephew, and then was caught and arrested. I'm just so shocked that it even took. I mean, I do understand that we like we have to gather evidence and like build these yeah. cases, and that a lot of times before something even goes to trial the state so the prosecution wants to Mm -hmm. like be really confident that they can win like i get that yes but there is (laughs) timothy norman was so sloppy that i can't believe he was walking around for like years before being brought in still did two seasons of a tv show because he had tried to take out what five different life insurance policies on mm-hmm. his nephew that yep. were repeatedly denied because they were yep. flagged for being fraudulent. Yep. And then he was filling them out incorrect or filling them out. He was lying on them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he yeah. and this like insurance agent guy that he's like kind of in cahoots, cahoots with, with pushed it under the table, pushed it under the table. And, and they, I mean, I, in, in there, I'll read some of these to you in the, the like court records they have, they entered text messages uh-huh. between 
Timothy Norman and the his insurance insurance agent Wally. Buddy. That's all. That's all. Yeah, Wally is his nickname. That's yeah. all I'm gonna call him. And yeah. they, it, it's it's like you're texting this like. <laughs> Like, what? So, okay. Well, you know, you can't be on the... These are dumb people. So, they're like, well, we don't want to say it on the phone. Right. So, we're going to put it in so they can't, writing, <laughs> writing that we can print out. <laughs> like, this is the thing. I'm not here to tell you how to get away with crimes. But, like, Never. if you talk on the phone, yes, the log of the call going out or being received is recorded. But yeah. what you're saying on that phone call is not necessarily recorded unless you're unless like you're wiretapped. being tapped. Yeah. yeah. But, but writing messages it can be downloaded from like a cloud. Yes. Even it's, if you it's deleted way more them. Damning. Yeah. I just like I can't. Like, so we're so we're gonna go through with the insurance fraud. Yes. And then he puts like dash line Tim. So some of these are <laughs> really creepy, like this one um, that they exchange. On October 7th of 2014, where Tim and Wally are chatting about whichever application they're working on at that moment. And uh -huh. Tim is with Andre. And wow. Wally is trying to get more information. And so Tim says, I got him with me. What info do you need? So we so when we link, we can just sign papers, then be done. I don't want to talk about it in front of him. Mm. And Wally says, "Okay." So, do you think? Do you think he just is casually like, "Hey, man, so when, when's what's your, your birthday what's again?" What's your social security number? Yeah, let's like, just. I'll think about playing the numbers later. Like, what's your? You know, what do you like? What? What's your, what? Yeah. Uh, and then so Wally says, "Okay, well, just answer the phone." And Tim says, "He's with me." And Wally says, "I know. Watch how I do it." And then oh. I guess they call and like. Wally will ask Finesse him, him, yeah, mm -hmm. specific question, like leading questions, yeah. so he can get answers out of Andre without mm -hmm. looking suspicious. And then also, he's as an insurance agent, he probably is like, I can maybe get you a discount on your car insurance. I'm trying to trying to run some numbers. Right. I'm doing a thing for somebody that you know. I'm trying to look out for you because your family yes. and like, oh, I it's can maybe my get insurance you a agent. Can you answer some yeah. of these questions? We're trying, yeah, we're trying to help you out. I imagine that's yeah. how that went. And mm -hmm. they have so many exchanges like this where Wally is kind of like prepping Tim on what to ask, having Tim mm -hmm. pose as Andre on the phone with the insurance companies so that they can, quote unquote, ask Andre these like confirming right. questions. Yeah. It's just like so calculated. Yeah. And for such a dumb plan. It's, and for such a dumb plan that is repeatedly rejected. Like yeah. re over and over and over again. These policies. I'm sure I'm sure they I'm sure they flag those. Like yes. that you keep trying to They absolutely do. They're all in the court record. Like yeah. they're able to look at this laundry list of policies that they tried to get that were all fucking rejected. And then the one that like has a hope of going through, they're like, okay, let's kill him. And there are some of these text messages that are so fucking sad where Norman says stuff like he might not make it till XYZ day. Like he was clearly already in the process of setting up the murder for yeah. hire plot. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I'm trying to find this. But you know something what that could also be, which also is super gross, is that... Um, Andre was living a life that may have seemed like he was going down a bad path. Maybe. And as and as an uncle, instead of the, the to having the instinct to go exactly to go like, hey man, let's get you out of these streets. He's like, hey man, he might die on his own. Right. I need to get this policy signed. Like that is the shit that's going on here. Like it's yeah. nuts. These text messages are absolutely nuts. It's sick shit, and this guy is uh a really bad dude. Mm -hmm. So, so um, Travell Hill, who was the trigger man, was sentenced in October of uh, of uh, last year of 2022 to 32 years in prison. And Tanisha Ellis was sentenced to three years in prison mm -hmm. after admitting that Norman paid her $10,000 to find Montgomery and tell Hill his location. Um, Wally was sentenced to three years in prison for helping Norman fraudulently apply for several insurance policies and file a claim on Montgomery's life insurance policy. I think Wally should have gotten more because he knew. So, like, here's one. I found one of these text messages. So, Wally texts Tim, and this is kind of about the, like, fraudulent 
interview where he is supposed to pose as Andre on the phone with the insurance company. So Wally says, what's up, man? This is Wally. If you can do me a huge favor and get these interviews done today, I would really appreciate it. I'll win a trip if you do. So like he's getting kickbacks. Oh, he's still looking up for himself. He's getting kickbacks for signing up people for these insurance policies. Yeah. So he's yeah, he's totally looking up for he's himself. He's double dipping. We can do it on a three-way call and knock it out. And if you let me handle all your employees, we can talk about kickbacks. I know you're busy. And Tim says, man, I'm worried about that thing, bro. I don't want to be recorded on that call. Shit has changed. And Wally says, oh, okay. And Tim ends with, he ain't going to be around much longer. Oh, wow. It's so creepy. Yeah, I don't know um, what the criteria is for being the mastermind of a plan but wally is very much involved in the planning of this he is i have to imagine he took a deal to get sure i'll tell you everything yeah yeah Yeah. i have i because there's no way that this man only isn't seen as a co-conspirator yes he he is absolutely culpable he is responsible in no small part for this young man's death so he must have just sung like a canary and rolled over and gotten some sort of deal. There's, yeah. there's nothing it, else that makes That's the only thing that makes me. sense. Yeah. yeah. Because in, in theory, if Tim Norman doesn't know an insurance agent who can push through the policy, then nothing's, this he, has no incentive to, he has no incentive to do Literally. this. And they got, like, even with a friend on the inside of insurance, they still got rejected four other times. Like, this isn't that easy to do. No. To fake, take out insurance a, fraud. Yeah, insurance fraud <laughs> yeah. is intentionally. It's been being done for like a couple hundred years yeah. now. They're, they're wise. Insurance they're wise to it. Insurance fraud is intentionally tough. Yeah. You've got to at least have like an Ocean's Eleven level plan. Seriously. It can't just be, I'm going to hire a hitman to kill them These in the streets. These two fucking jagweeds just, <laughs> I, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. It was a very first draft insurance fraud. It totally. Uh, yeah, it was, it was like, they saw it like, on think? TV. It's like, what do you think? And we're like, oh, people do this. They they saw yeah. an episode of like CSI or something dumb, yeah. and that was uh, gave it a shot. That was the inspo. I mean, it's just big, in, big insurance. Big insurance has been seeing this play for decades now. Yes. This is like this. They 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 smell this a mile away. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, they do. Hence like, the okay, four yeah, twenty twenty two. <laughs> 22 year old boy in St. Louis. Look up his Facebook. He has guns on his Facebook. And you want a life insurance policy on him for $450,000? And honestly, that get, pisses me off because it's like he was rejected four times by four mm-hmm. different insurance companies. Why yes. are these insurance companies not sending this up the ladder or whatever yeah. to the proper authorities to go, hey, this is fishy. This is really fishy. They continually are trying to take out a policy on this specific person. Yeah, something might be in danger. Not right? Can you look into this? Like, yeah, Andre's death was so fucking preventable, so Absolutely. fucking preventable that it just makes it even more egregious. But like, this is the system of like capitalism and white supremacy. We all just fucking stay in our lane, and if it, you know, if it don't apply, let it fly, as they say. Mm-hmm. And like, th- nobody was looking out for fucking Andre, th- except for no. Miss Robbie. Except for Miss Robbie, she's the only fucking person. And this didn't family. think that she needed to be looking out inside the house. Yes. Yeah. It's just, it's heartbreaking. It's so yeah. fucking heartbreaking and so senseless and so stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. Very stupid Ugh. and senseless is the best word. It's, it's just there's it, this whole thing is lacking sense. There's no sense to be found None. anywhere. Not a lick. Not a <laughs> lick yeah. of sense. No, no, no. <laughs> so in the wake of all the horror of losing a grandson and then a son and then finding out that the child you raised could be capable of something. So cold and evil, Robbie also had to deal with the blowback to her business that came from the negative press. Um, <clears throat> she ended up shutting down <clears throat> all three of her Sweetie Pie locations in St. Louis. Um, I saw some reports that there was one last location in Alabama somewhere, which I couldn't confirm. But Sweetie Pies was a St. Louis staple. You know, she, you know, she found her second passion in St. Louis. She opened up her first business in St. Louis. So I'm sure closing down that location was a big blow to her and caused her a great deal of pain, which pales in comparison to all the pain that she's feeling by her family being ripped apart from the inside. Mm-hmm. So um, I, just, I just feel so bad for her. I looked at her up on Instagram. She's still posting and, you know, getting her mogul on and, you know, doing book deals and, you know, you know telling her story. But 
it's all kind of tainted now. Like this is what she's known for right. as opposed to 70 years of singing and cooking food for people and a whole, having a successful business. It's now this is like what she will be having, having to discuss for the rest of her life. And she's in her 70s and I wish her a long life. Yep. But like, I don't know if this is a quick news cycle thing. Like this is now kind of the, the, what, the what the family is known for. Right. What the Sweetie Pie family is known for is like, yeah, you guys had this show and then ended in your nephew being murdered. Did you look at Tim's Instagram? No, I did because not. Because I did. <laughs> it's it's still up. It's still the up. comments must be amazing. It's not g- great, but he maintains his innocence. And the last really the last post that he has on there is like him basically going off with like I'm being set up, and they're trying to make it look like I did this thing, and I didn't. And like those who know me know I didn't do it. Like that that run of the mill bullshit that we see. Sure. Like literally everyone who is guilty do. Yeah, but yeah, it's just it's really it's sad. Well, you know, he 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 did it. Um, that's the yeah, <laughs> yeah, he we did know. it. Uh, yeah, there the there text is messages a are very clear. <laughs> Pretty, your numbers there. That's you, that's man. You, you did it. The phone calls, if they could pull those up, that's your voice, yep. man. Um, I could see a world where possibly he there is a in the world of conspiracies, there is a shitty conspiracy that can fly yep. that I could see him putting together about the hospital. Behind Sweetie Pies uh, is expanding, and now that she's sold the business, they can now buy the land, tear down Sweetie Pies, and expand. But it's a veterans hospital; mm-hmm. like it's it's a it's a it's a inherent good for the community. Mm-hmm. It's not some uh, evil court. It's not Amazon, right. you know. Like right. it's not some corporate. It's like they're trying to expand for veteran care. Mm-hmm. So, but I could, you know, I could see some world where they go, they, where he's in jail. Like they wanted my mom's business. They right. wanted the brick and mortar. Right. So they framed us for the bad. It's to just such a, yeah. the bad press would cause her to have to sell the business. And then I'm in prison and they just, they destroy our family name. And then they could just come to the bank and take the, I could sure, see him trying the something. Veterans like that. hospital pose as you with your cell phone number <laughs> yeah. and try to pull out, I don't know, five life insurance policies on your nephew. Yeah. I don't, if you want to if you want to at the very most make them evil as a company who's exploiting the the rough times of your family by taking the land that's about as far as your conspiracy can go Mm -hmm. you did it man yeah so you're not innocent and he's he's and i don't think they're doing that either but if you wanted to try to call them like the evil take the land hospital sure but you hired a guy to shoot your neck you did and you know what (laughs) He got life in prison. I don't know if he's is he ever going to be eligible for parole or no? I didn't see that he I didn't see that he was eligible for parole. I only saw life, but I didn't see um without the eligible eligibility of parole. So it's possible that he he could be eligible for parole. Yeah. Um these ones are tough. Those conspiracy ones are tough cuz you know, sometimes they take parole off the off the table. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um I I think he deserves to be in prison for the rest of his life. What he did was cold and so evil. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have I don't I, trust him in society. No, I have to agree. I mean, and yeah. Miss Robbie deserves to just like move on with her life yeah like i mean the best she can god Ugh. i just yeah but yeah. you're totally right like at the beginning you were saying like it could have it really could have been anybody i do think that andre it's almost like tim saw an opportunity in andre because he was a little troubled and was already like caught up in mm-hmm. some shit so that like a gun, an incident of gun violence would look believable. Yeah. And he, that's the, that's the sick part. It, it, it yeah. does make it so sick. Like he preyed on so many people's vulnerability. Everyone would believe that this guy could just get murdered in the right. street and not, and just, and everyone would just move on. Cause they go, it's kind of what he was asking yep. for. That's why he picked him. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah, he, yeah. Very evil guy. Mr. Tim Norman, uh, you, uh, are right where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Amanda, this was a wild and crazy story. I appreciate you taking the time out. Congratulations on your impending nuptials. Um, have a great time in Vegas. Please, uh, you know, everybody that listens to this already knows about wine and crime. But if you want to plug, take the time, handles, give it away, do it all, sure. please. Um, you should absolutely follow wine and crime. We are at wine and crime pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're everywhere. You can get your podcast. You could follow me on Instagram. I post a lot of weird, dumb, fun shit. I am at Amanda 007. And because you know, we're in the spirit, the wedding spirit. I'll also just shamelessly plug that I am a wedding officiant. 
And so she you is. can hire me and my business is called Treat Your Nuptials and I am on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Treat Your Nuptials and I love officiating people's weddings. It's like one of the greatest joys of my life. I can't believe that I get to travel around the country and do that. Um, and yeah, if you're hanging out in Scranton, Pennsylvania in like two weeks, I might see you there maybe at a wedding that I'm officiating. So those are all the places you can find me. And I am so happy and honored that you invited me to come on. Uh, I have to be honest. Um, I'm like the worst podcaster in the podcasting sphere because I don't listen mm. to that many podcasts, but affirmative sure. murder is on my short list of like, I have like four podcasts that I listen to and affirmative murder is right at the top of my feed. I love, feeling, love, love, love your show. I love you and Fran. The feeling is mutual. <sighs> you stop. You stop it now. You stop it now. You stop it right I can't now. Help okay, it. the checks in the mail. The checks in the mail. Okay. <laughs> no, I. The feelings. I will tear that up. <laughs> the feelings mutual. This is I love not you guys. A paid pod. partnership. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys, Pod. Love you. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time out. Um, always a great time. Yep. And I will see you at your literally wedding. four months. <laughs> like less than four months. Like three months yeah. and twenty eight, not twenty nine days. Yeah, who's It's counting? fine. My butthole's not puckered at all. I have no heartburn. <laughs> N- everything's great. Oh, man. Well, listen, folks, thank you guys for joining me and uh, my special guest co-host, Amanda Jacobson. Uh, until next time, you guys be safe out there. <laughs> <laughs>